Hey, uh, a few months ago I wrote a blog post about, um, about the problem which I experience in real projects for so many, in, in, in so many cases, so many people actually. I, I see how people suffer from, um, from enterprise culture, which is in most cases very chaotic, very uh, irrational, very unorganized. There are many, many defects in any large organization which is organized from, um, from different points. There are many different points of control in a large organization. That's why it's difficult to see a centralized, a logical uh, mechanism of management. People design management the way they want to design, different people. And that's why uh, when a programmer, somebody who, who stays at the bottom of this hierarchical uh, organization, uh, gets into the system, such a person experience very different, um, very different, and, and in, in many cases irrational, like I said, and illogical um, directions and management rules and everything. So it's not like a small startup where you have a director sitting in front of you and the director defines how we work. Startups, they have their own problems, of course. They have you know, not enough budgets in most cases. They have uh, uh, stupid managers or incompetent. The director could be quite, uh, again, a rational person. And, but that's a different story. In enterprise, in large organizations, there are many directors and many people who are trying to enforce management in their own ways. And that's why when we programmers look at what's happening, we sometimes don't understand and we sometimes get very uh, frustrated because of this uh, because of this management which is being enforced on us. And uh, people, because of that, they are unhappy, they quit, they don't get, they don't, they aren't motivated, they lose interest in, in the projects because they expect something um, logical to be in front of them. They expect uh, more or less clear instructions, they expect more or less clear definition of, uh, of what to do next and so on and so forth. But they don't have that and they get frustrated. And I, I, in the blog post, I suggested those people, I addressed my message to them, and I'm going to repeat it now, that uh, when you see this situation, and you will see it, if it's a large organization, you, you will not see anything else. You will see exactly that. You will see chaos in front of you, which is, uh, uh, which is inherited from, from, many, many, from a long history of growth of such a large organization. You have to try to use this chaos, to use this situation in your own favor. So don't try to understand it. Don't try to find uh, you know, logic there. Don't try to find a clear organization in that. And don't try to fix it directly. So don't fight with this situation. Instead, uh, find areas for yourself which can be improved by yourself and earn yourself everything, respect, promotion, all different sorts of benefits you can earn by demonstrating everybody who live in chaos, including managers, including the top managers and people next to you, that you can fix something and be the author, be the originator of the changes you make. So you, for example, again, get back to the open source theme that you see that uh, we have no open source development, for example, that people work only on proprietary code. You, you look at it and you say, okay, I'm not going to touch all the, the chaos, all the, uh, the, manage, the management of the entire organization, but I want to fix this particular place. Like, how about we introduce uh, open source development and we do a few projects here and there and start fighting for that. Start making uh, uh, pr uh, presentations, start convincing people that this is necessary, start talking to management. So start 
defining your own territory in this large chaotic organization. They have their own rules, they, they, they have their own problems, don't touch them. Define your own territory where you are the boss. And you have a chance to do that because in such a, such a uh, situation where everything is uh, so unorganized, people, they will like to see and they will respect you for being strong, I mean management-wise and decision-wise, in your own place. So you don't disturb them, you don't come to them and tell them what they, they are doing something wrong, but you define your small place, which could be an open source, and there in your territory, you are the boss. And they will, they will in most cases, they will respect that and give you the power, they will give you the, uh, enough permission to do that. I've seen it in many, many, many places. When you don't bother everybody, you don't fight with what they have, Instead, you define your own place and say, I want to be the organizer here. I want to, to, to help the organization, no matter how it sounds. Of course, it could be uh, you're not actually trying to help the entire organization, just doing small things, even though you may think like that. But your real objective is to define the territory of, of, of control, the territory where you make things better than they were before. And that's how you deal with chaos. You don't, you don't resolve the chaos, you don't fight with it, you don't get rid of it, but you deal with it. And that's how you get rid of frustration and that's how you stop quitting organization from organization looking for something better. Don't do that, they're all the same because they're large. So if you want to stay and work in a large company, then you have to just, instead of moving from company to company, just find one and then there start defining your territory of control by suggesting something that nobody is doing, nobody has been doing before. I hope I made my point clear. Read the blog post. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.